Hello, my name is Dr. Kimberly Wiley. I teach program planning and evaluation for the Department of Family, Youth, and Community Sciences at the University of Florida. I offer lessons from our course readings to help you build strong knowledge and skill in order for you to be a successful program planner and evaluator. In this podcast, I'll talk about the program planning cycle. Let's get started. One of my favorite activities in a nonprofit organization is to plan programs. Identifying needs, defining goals, and setting out a plan of action brings me joy. I once volunteered for an organization in Nassau County called Micah's Place. I began volunteering 40 hours a week and finally they just decided to start paying me. This organization was in its early, early stages of development. This was an organization that was being developed to serve victims of domestic violence in Nassau County. Previously, they were served through the program in Duval County. But anytime a victim needed emergency services, she or he would have to travel over to Duval County, which was quite a drive. So a group of individuals got together and decided to open a new domestic violence shelter. That's when I came along. Though they didn't have any services yet, the board was ready to start providing some crisis intervention services for the local community. So I developed a volunteer-run crisis hotline. This is the first local hotline and advocacy services in Nassau County, Florida. This small program set the stage for full programming when the shelter opened the following year. The program required a detailed and strategic plan of action in order to get the hotline up and running. We'll revisit Micah's Place in a little bit, but first let's talk about why it's important to develop a program plan. First, we want to make sure that all decisions that we make in the process are based on facts. So we might conduct a needs assessment, talk to stakeholders, look at what's going on in the community, and identify specific needs. We want to engage our critical stakeholders as we create the plan and throughout the entire process. It's important to be specific about what it is that we're trying to do. We want to set the stage and then we can work backwards. By being thoughtful in this process, we can address complex issues. If we take a moment to understand the problem, understand the resources that we have, the needs in the community, we can put all of that together to develop quite a powerful plan. And if we incorporate evaluation from the very beginning and keep our stakeholders engaged, we'll be able to refine our plan through consistent communication and feedback. There are eight steps in the program planning cycle. Now these happen in an overlapping process and not necessarily in linear order or linear fashion. So we begin by engaging stakeholders in dialogue. We locate who's important to our program, who might need our program, who um, might be interested in sponsoring our program. We get these folks excited about our program, talk with them about our vision, and what we hope to do, and figure out what they're interested in and what might increase their buy-in into our program. Step two is to conduct a needs assessment or a situational analysis. We talk to folks in the community, we conduct surveys, interviews, focus groups. We look at local community data, like look at the census, maybe crime reports. We find out what is needed in our community and at what level, what scope. 
What is the, what scale of program might be appropriate uh, for addressing these needs? Step three is to develop program goals and objectives. We want to make sure these are specific, measurable. These goals will help determine what it is that we're going to do and how we're going to get to our, our intended outcome. So logically, the next step, number four, is a logic model. In the logic model, we map out our resources, our activities, our goals, and what our intended outcomes are. This logic model serves as a roadmap. Step five is to develop our program. What approach are we going to use? What materials might we need and how can we get them? Do we need a building? Let's go ahead and secure that building. What staff do we need? What supplies? What tools do we need? We gather those, um, assemble all the things that we need, and then in step six we deliver our program. Now step seven is to evaluate, analyze, and report. So we need to pause here for a minute. In order to conduct a successful and a strong evaluation, we really need to start in the beginning. So way back in step three, when we're developing our program goals and objectives and developing our logic model in step four, we need to be thinking about evaluation. What is it that we're measuring? How are we going to measure it? What data are we going to need? If we wait until the end to plan, plan out that evaluation, it's not going to be a strong evaluation. We use this information to analyze and then report on what it is that we achieved, how we did, what did we do well, what did we not do well. Which brings us to step eight. This is where we learn, modify, and improve. So we learn from what we did well, we learn from what we did not do well, we modify our programs to improve them, or maybe we stay on track and keep doing what we were doing. We might consider if we could provide our program at a larger scale or add in an additional program to help the individuals that we serve maybe solve a different problem. This eight-step program planning cycle assumes that we're starting from scratch. You're gonna find yourself working in an organization where maybe a program has existed for quite some time and you need to go back and reevaluate. This might require you to start in stage one, or you may have to start midway. Build yourself a team with expertise in each of the eight stages. You may be great at networking and connecting with stakeholders, identifying those that are important to your program, and your teammate may be great at evaluation. Another teammate might love doing needs assessments and is wonderful at developing the instruments that you need in order to collect that data. So find people with skill sets in each of those eight areas or any combination of those as you see through the program planning cycle. Let's revisit planning at Micah's Place. Despite limited resources at Micah's Place, um, by having strong planning skills, I was able to build a program foundation and secure resources for expansion. We had a great model to build on for domestic violence shelters to receive money from the federal and state government, they must be certified. In order to be certified, they must run their services for two full years. So it's a bit tricky to run a program with no resources um, in order to open the door for future resources. Thankfully, there were already dozens of other domestic violence shelters in town who had great plans that we could use as models. 
We received in-kind donations and monetary donations, and we had a passionate volunteer team who worked in shifts to manage the crisis line remotely from a cell phone. We did not have an experienced team. We did not have a facility to work from. We did not have federal and state funds like the rest of the domestic violence shelters in the state had. But with a clear plan that followed the eight steps of the program planning cycle, we were well on our way to providing a strong service. The following year, the domestic violence shelter opened and was full immediately. We had started services long before the doors opened, so, so when the facility was built, there was a great demand for services and trust in the community that we would do a good job. Let's spend our last few minutes preparing for exam one. I'll ask you an exam question and tell you where to find the answer. Pause the podcast after the question and locate the answer, then play the podcast to hear the answer. Here's your question. Name the eight steps of the program planning cycle from memory. You can find the answer on the Cody, Gusto, and Deal article titled Developing a Program Plan Based on the Program Planning Cycle, located in Module 1. Pause the podcast and see if you can answer the question. Were you able to do it? Here's your answer. The eight steps of the program planning cycle are 1. Engage stakeholders in a dialogue. 2. Conduct a situational analysis or needs assessment. 3. Develop program goals and objectives. 4. Develop your logic model. 5. Develop your program approach and gather your materials. 6. Deliver your program. 7. Evaluate, analyze, and report. 8. Learn, modify, and approve. I hope you found that review question helpful. Join me for the next podcast where I talk with a local leader about her experience with program planning 